0: talk now about uh, mental health and wellness and this is about the you are enough retreat now are you looking for healing do you have goals that you have been putting off because of fear do you feel like you do not know your purpose or do you want to heal your past and learn to love yourself better The Yvette Allo virtual healing retreat is one that is customized to help you heal, work through any thoughts and beliefs that may not be serving you, and help you craft the life that you want, all in the comfort of your own home. The retreat will be held over three Saturday sessions in May 2021. The retreat includes a virtual one-on-one session with the NLP practitioner. So we welcome Yvette now to tell us more about this. Yvette, good morning. How are you? morning Asanda I'm well thanks how are you doing I'm good thank you so much so necessary this uh, retreat so who are you targeting for for this
1: well the target is basically anybody that wants to heal and improve their lives Um, I know a lot of times people think the retreats are only for women um, but I've also had a lot of men contact me and be like oh is this Is this event for women as well? Are men welcome to do this? So it's really for anybody that wants to improve their lives, wants to heal their past. If they've been through a trauma that they maybe never, you know, processed or worked through um, a mild trauma, if they've been through grief, if they've been through um, a recent loss, if they've been through... So it really is for anybody that, that can say, okay, I need to heal, and I've been putting this off, and, you know, what it's time I put myself first and prioritize my mental and emotional well-being.
0: Where does it begin then? Because, I mean, for everyone, the journey is different. We, we need to heal from different things. So with mm. the individuals, where do you start?
1: So often times I start by explaining what happens um when you experience some sort of trauma or loss or and by trauma I mean something that's shocking to your emotional or physical system because I think sometimes when you think of trauma we think of, you know, somebody physically injuring you but it could have been something in your childhood that yeah. you just never really processed. So I really explain that and how that affects your your beliefs and thoughts about yourself. So a lot of times people have these limiting beliefs that they're not good enough, you know, and that's why the retreat is called you are enough. Um virtual retreat. And um yeah, so I explained that process and how those beliefs then affect um your life. Um you how do they affect you in the workplace, how do they affect you in your relationships with others? Because really the things that we believe about ourselves. Determine how we show up in certain relationships. So, for example, somebody would have been bullied in their childhood and they would now have this belief that, you know what, it's not okay for me to speak up. And then now you're this person who struggles to speak up in the workplace and you're like, how come I'm struggling? You don't even understand that process and that link, you know. You start shaking every time you have to speak up. So, through understanding that, right, you can understand, okay, this is where I come from, this is why I'm here. Mm -hmm. And then, then we can start to unpack and say, okay, um, how do you move forward from that point and heal from that point? Um, so, I've had different people in all my my healing retreats and workshops with different types of um, experiences that they need to work through. However, at the end of it, everybody comes out saying, Yvette, I'm more courageous. Yvette, you know, I can speak up. Yvette, I've dealt with the loss of my dad, you know. So it really is different things. However, the the path to healing is really acknowledgement and processing, you know. And once you can acknowledge that, Mm. that the child and those emotions, you can process it and heal through it.
0: Absolutely, as a facilitator, then of the achievement of mental health, you know, obviously the person coming to you, there's part that's gonna be on you, there's part that's gonna be on the individual. How much of it, I mean, as much as you can facilitate, is the responsibility of the the person.
1: Yeah, I always say to everybody, that's a really good question. I always say to everybody. Who comes to the oh, virtually? <laughs> who joins the virtual retreat? That you're responsible for your, for yourself. You know, in the sessions, and you have to show up for yourself. Um, and really, for me, I just facilitate because. How we're programmed as people is that we have all the answers within ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes we just don't take the time to sit down with ourselves. So I have all the right questions, you know. And I always say the work starts after the session. So we'd have the session for about two hours every Saturday. And from there on, you know, the person would have tough so every week, and that's why I've I've customized the session to be about three or four weeks sometimes, um, so that people can go home and then practice setting boundaries, practice you know um, the different tasks that they have um, from the retreat, or practice using their voice, or practice acknowledging their emotions, or Self awareness. So that takes practice. So usually the healing work starts after the session, and, and I just facilitate and I'm there, you know, to say, hey, this is how you can get to this point. But the work starts, begins and ends with you, actually, begins with yeah. and ends with the person and their own intentions for themselves. And speaking
0: about that, I mean, the fact that it is so much on the person, the individual who uh, is trying to heal. In cases where somebody is struggling with acknowledging the issues that they need to heal from, can that person and be worked with.
1: Um definitely. So sometimes like I said, um sometimes people will be scared to acknowledge a trauma, right? Because it's too painful, to revisit, they've actually hidden it deep in their unconscious mind. So I have had people who's like, I don't remember an event where, you know, I felt like, you know, unworthy. I don't even remember an event. Where I can say this was traumatic. So sometimes that does happen when we've been through something that was shocking to our emotional system that we hide it away deep in our consciousness. But I am trained to assist the person to find it, and even if I don't, um, the way that the sessions work, um, they go deep into your consciousness. So if through the questions that I ask, they will always it will always come up. So usually. Because sometimes someone might be scared to bring up something in the one-on-one, in the group sessions, Mm. then I will do a one-on-one with every single person that attends the retreat. And through that, then we're able to go deeper into why and what happened and when and usually it always comes up from their consciousness. I mean, i worked with um hundreds of people and assisted them in their healing. So I do know how to kind of tap into those different parts of their consciousness that will really bring out that thing that happened. And sometimes it's actually just fear. So I'm actually trained to say, okay, when this person starts saying things like this, when they are shaking technology, this is how you can maybe assist them in that healing. And sometimes you don't actually need to remember if you can just, you know, so for example if someone's struggling to remember the event that brought on a trauma or brought on certain emotions or shock to their system, then I'll probably put them in someone else's shoes and say, okay, um, how do you think someone else that's been through this would feel? And that allows them to access that emotional part of themselves and, and process it. Because it really is mm. just about processing. So I have different tools that will enable that.
0: So then I guess, I mean, and I wish, you know, so many of us and all of us uh, took, you know, very important uh, the issue of mental health and when we actually seek the answers that we need for ourselves but it also calls us I guess on this particular point that we're touching on now to be kinder to each other and, and be more oh, understanding yeah. because some people as you say the, the whatever event it was uh, was so traumatic that they've uh, you know not swept it under the rug because they want to, but they they actually literally had to, to survive. And they might feel like it's not even there anymore, uh, but yet mm-hmm. it does affect their behavior. It, it does call us to just be kinder to each other and more understanding. People don't just act out to destroy others sometimes. It is what they've been through. Mm-hmm. But then also in that, uh, limits. There are limits in, in, in understanding somebody and giving people, mm-hmm. you know, access to your life and, and access to you. And I I think I'm speaking specifically now in relationships. How does mm-hmm. one measure then when now it's time to stop understanding and cut this person off?
1: Okay. So you've really put it well in the fact that everybody has a context. You know, everybody has a reason for why they are the way that they are. And I always say that nobody is exempt to, you know, toxic behavior. And we can't heal if we don't hold each other accountable. So part of healing, because sometimes nobody has sat a person down and said, hey, I've noticed that you do this, you know, so when we do call each other out, especially in relationships, any kind of friendship, romantic relationship, we need to kind of bring that person to, because sometimes people genuinely don't know that I'm acting this way, and that might be linked to my childhood. You know, I've been, I have this pattern, I have this thing that I do, which is really harmful, like, for example, something that people have normalized is, like, silent treatment. Another thing that people have normalized is uh, maybe shouting, or maybe isolating themselves, or different ways, you know, trauma shows up in different ways. Um sometimes it's yeah, it's, it's really different things. You know, sometimes someone doesn't see that they're a bit maybe aggressive and that affects other people. Um because in their childhood they were physically abused, you know, so they don't notice that as a behavior that's harmful. They're like, no, mm. I like This is how I show up. So really we have all these things and we have to hold each other accountable. And I always say with love, but sometimes yeah. I always say in order for somebody else to heal, somebody there's a person that has to come up and say, "Hey, you're doing this. I'm setting a boundary. You cannot do this again to me, right? And that's when it's gonna start to sink in that, hey, maybe what I'm doing is not okay. Maybe I need to get help. And um, a lot of times, depending on how you approach a person, because I mean, people are different. Some people don't want to acknowledge um, and heal. You know, there are people that are, you know, it's, they're so far in interior trauma and. Um, into their pain that they don't, they can't see a way to healing and they don't want to heal because healing is difficult a lot of work, you know you have to (laughs) face. yeah it really is and people think it's like free and flowing, no, you go deep into those wounds but you know the the their benefits are so worthwhile because, I mean, you are giving yourself and the next generation uh, a better life. Like I said, if, you know, you have had an abusive past, you might have abusive traits that you might not even be aware of or you recognize them as normal because you don't know what normal looks like. Um, So, yes, um, we sometimes do show traits of, you know, um, that don't serve us in the relationships. Um, I really encourage anybody with somebody who, you know, is abusive or somebody who may not know that they what they're doing is, is, you know, harmful to you. They will never know if you don't hold them accountable yeah. and say, hey, this is this is not OK. And I'm really I've just really noticed that the thing that you do and it hurts me and it hurts my feelings and it doesn't make me feel loved, valuable and worthy and then through that conversation, they can start, if they are willing, because remember, healing yes. can never be somebody else's responsibility. Um, if they are willing, they will go and get the help, you know, with a few suggestions and hints from loved ones. And if they're not, they won't get the help. And um, That's just how it works. So even I, as a healing practitioner, you can pay me all the money in the world. I can't work with somebody that says, I'm willing to let go. I'm willing to heal, and I want to work on this, you know. So, yeah, it's, it's a personal thing, but we can all hold each other accountable and push each other in the right direction.
0: We're talking to Yvette Rachikopa, if you've just joined us, about wellness and mental health, and specifically about the You Are Enough retreat, which will be held over three Saturday sessions in May 2021. Very important to to uh, you know get engaged with this type of thing. And as you said, uh, Yvette, our time is uh, 4.45 here on Sound awake. Sorry, let me give you an update on that. So as you talk about the fact that healing, you know, it takes time and it, it's not easy. Oh. The time that it takes then to heal uh, and for an individual to work through uh, what they need to and their mental health is also different. So how does one know how much time they need?
1: That's also a
0: good question. The so one time you um, think you've dealt with one issue, Kante, it's going to pop up again? <laughs> mm-hmm. And you thought, oh, but I, I, I sorted this out, but here it comes up again. Mm-hmm. So how do, how does one measure
1: how much time they'll need? It's really different for everybody. Um, I've structured my healing retreat in such a way that by the end of it, you know, you would have worked through it and you would have the tools to manage, you know, emotions. So for example, someone thinks that maybe if I'm angry, I haven't healed. No, <laughs> A part of the healing is really just learning to manage certain things, right? And you might not, you know, healing is a journey. It's definitely not linear, you know, at curves. And, you know, sometimes you'll find yourself getting triggered. But if you have the tools to manage and say, oh, this is how I can manage my anger. or the, oh, the anger that comes up. First of all, you understand where the anger comes from, why it's coming up. And you you'll be able to notice when it's anger from the past and anger from the present events that you're going through. And if you have sadness as well, those those things are all normal, right? Being triggered if you've been through something, you know, um, like assault is also normal. Um, So there's so many things that happen and healing really isn't linear. There are people that, you know, I always say, you know, it's not about comparing your journey to others. It's really about looking at where you were before and where you are now. And if you're managing your emotions better, if you're able to feel, if you're able to be present for yourself, if you're able to speak up, maybe if you struggled with that. So everybody has their own thing. Sometimes healing is being silent because you used to defend yourself so much mm. because in your childhood, you always had to stand up for yourself because everybody blamed you for everything or nobody had decided or maybe, you know, you're always isolated from your family. So you had to d- discover or build this thick skin and always constantly defend yourself. So sometimes healing might look like silence. So really it's about, it's an individual journey and how you know you're healing is through exactly that, you know, you're feeling, you're more self-aware, you're in tune with your intuition, you are able to speak up if you struggled with that. So if you can identify the things that you struggled with in the past and can identify where you are now in relationship to that, then you can identify where you are in your healing journey
0: yeah uh, coming back to the issue of understanding each other and when it comes to you know certain people who just don't wanna deal with things like i will make an example with myself you know I just block meaning yeah block like I will block you and I'm done with that is that a, a trauma response
1: um so here's the thing I would just say look at what is serving you right and if what you're doing right now is not serving you you have to ask yourself so the question is is it serving you to block other people because you might find that for somebody else it 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 really serves them to to block others, right? Because they're blocking people who are toxic, who have no intention of changing, you know. But for someone who needs to face those people, and if it's a family member and they want to keep those relationships, then blocking is not going to be, you know, the best solution. Because sometimes you can't block someone you're, you know, you're married to and intend on spending the rest of your life. You know, you can't block that friend who you've been friends with who made one mistake and now you're triggered because maybe in the past somebody really hurt you and you're like, I'm not going to stand for this. So the question to ask is that thing that you're doing right now, like blocking or silent treatment, is it serving you? And you have to always look at, you know, is is this the best thing that's serving me or the relationship to the kind of life that I want to create for myself? And if it's not, you can say, how else can I handle this? Right. Do I, is there a conversation that I need to have? Is there something I'm avoiding? Am I acting from a space of fear I acting from a space of love um, or wisdom. So then you can dictate, okay, I'm actually acting from fear because I've been hurt in the past and now this is my defense mechanism. I don't want to talk about things, but how what will help me grow and release also what I'm... Because sometimes people don't know that they've done something wrong and here you are blocking them, right? Instead of having the conversation and then if you see that... Hey, but okay. sometimes,
0: sometimes Yvette, it's tiring to have a conversation, eh? You
1: sometimes. just think I am
0: too old for this. <laughs> hey? <laughs> And i not mean, like, I, I mean, I shame. You know what? I'll be honest. But I mean, mm-hmm. I understand. I'm learning. I'm learning, as you say. Mm-hmm. It's it's not a maybe. It's not a trauma response. It's a defense mechanism. Mm-hmm.
1: And and it sometimes it really is understandable. You know, if people are exhausting, they're not listening. Then you can apply boundaries and consequences. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's where we need to know the difference to say, okay, am I just acting you know, in jail because of past experiences? Or have I really had this conversation? This person is not respecting me. And therefore I'm applying the consequences so that they can maybe change their behavior and we can relationship from that point. So,
0: yeah. I need you, girl. I need you. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, and and the journey then. I mean, there's going to be times where you slip, as you say. The importance of self-forgiveness and, and, you know, the times that you find yourself returning to the default settings when you've told yourself you're not going to behave this Mm. way. Uh, Let's talk about the importance of self-forgiveness.
1: Yeah. I'll just say that, you know, um, so oftentimes we give forgiveness to other people, but we are so hard on ourselves. You know, and like there's this quote that I once posted by myself, and it said that um, just dress yourself in self-forgiveness every day, you know, and it's so important in our healing journey because Mm. you really can't. Forgiveness means I'm letting this go. Forgiveness just means that um, I'm letting the anger go because sometimes people think, oh, I this thing was so hurtful, I can't let it go. Forgiveness is really releasing the emotions that aren't serving us, and we need to do that on a daily. It's like a detox, <laughs> emotional detox, and it really allows us to move on without baggage, you know. So imagine, you know, and you're carrying these huge bags and you keep walking around with them, they eventually become heavy on your shoulders, you know. So forgiveness is a release of that heaviness. It's not necessarily saying, you know, this thing happened, it's okay, and then it's a release of that because you can't walk around carrying all this stuff with you, and it is an emotional detail. So it is so important to um, constantly include self-forgiveness in our in our daily journey, really, you know. Um, I think for those that are Christian, there's this verse that says, um... That um, you can't don't go to bed angry, you know. Mm -hmm. So that is dressing ourselves with forgiveness every single night, and dressing, and also observing who else do I need to forgive on a regular basis, and that is the emotional detox on every angle.
0: Mm. Okay, let's get details. Then, how do people uh, connect and become part of the You Are Enough retreat? So
1: people can go on my website, which is www.ivate, which is Y V E -E 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 double T E. A L O E uh, dot CO dot so as in Aloe Vera. So, Yvette Aloe dot C-O-D-Z-A, or you can find me on social media, um, which is um, event underscore Aloe, or you can contact 076 on WhatsApp and um, I'll definitely send you the details.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much. I'm going to follow you. Are you on all the, the social media I am platforms? everywhere. Awesome.
1: Everywhere and anywhere. You can find me Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, but mostly Instagram and Twitter, okay. uh, because my Facebook was hacked. But yes, here
0: we are. All right. Well, thank you so much. Uh, this is very necessary, as I said before, and I always say that mental health is important, uh, and men also coming forward. I love that because uh, the men also uh, struggle with mental health, and they have issues that need to be dealt with. It's not uh, about manning up. Uh, we need to get rid of that of that phrase, eh?
1: Thank you so much for having me, Asanda. And definitely this is for everybody that says I need to heal um, and everyone that just wants to improve, really. <laughs> Sometimes, mm. you know, it's not always about trauma. Sometimes that you just want to improve the goals that you want to create. So we all deserve to give that to ourselves. So thank you so much for having me.
0: Our pleasure. Uh, Yvette Rachikopa talking to us here on Sound Awake. Just before we get to the top of the hour, let's play you some music now. Let's start uh, with uh, Black Sunshine, Born in a Taxi.